I, Justin, take thee, Ashley, to be my lawful wedded wife, to have and to hold from this day forward, for better or for worse, even if I have to force you to go out with your friends. Okay. I, Ashley, take thee, Justin, to be my lawful wedded husband, to have and to hold from this day forward, even if I have to send you on play dates with other men that I want you to be friends with. All right, you've guessed it. (laughs) This episode is all about friends, your squad. Maintaining a friendship and relationship. Um, I'm going to have to be honest. With your vows, I was caught off guard for a second. With my vows? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to figure out where it was going. Babe, I be having to To play matchmaker. Go on play dates with other men. I was like, oh, speed this next line. (laughs) Where is this going? I did drag it out a bit. talking slow. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) No, wait. So let me explain, right? So when I first met you, you had one, you had two friend groups. Mm -hmm. You had your um, chapter brothers Mm -hmm. were your friends in St. Louis. Yep. And you had the people that you grew up with in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. And that was it. Yes. So when we moved here to Charlotte, you, all you did was play 2K and you stayed in the house. And went to work. And it was, that's not beneficial to us. Yes, it was. And bills is getting paid. No, 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 no. So you can't have vows that say, I have to force you to go out with your friends, but you don't have friends to go out with. That, I stumped you. No, you didn't stump me. Yes, I, I did. I had a good reason. What was the reason, Justin? Because my friends... So, like you mentioned, my frat brother, that's who I, I pretty much go out with. Mm-hmm. Like, people I grew up with, like, that I've known my whole life. Mm-hmm. Like, legit, like, 25-plus years. Okay. And then outside that, any friends picked up along the way were always female. Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of that's kind of a tricky situation, moving to a new city. And, like, hey, babe, I just found this new friend. Here she go. Like, how do you... With How her death certificate. Yeah, navigating that is because uh, let's be honest, it was not a matter of like, hey, here she go, and this is my platonic female friend, but it's a matter of you being the person in a relationship that was not prepared to have female friends that were strictly platonic at that time in our relationship. You're arguing with yourself. I'm not arguing with you. What you mean? I, why why you be turning my words into an argument? What not arguing? I'll, I'll make a nicer word. Your what? Still coming up with arguing. You're, yeah, uh, you're debating. You're debating with yourself. I'm not. Buying I, I wasn't making a counterpoint against that. Okay, so but, but we I, have to clear that up because we do plan to discuss like platonic relationships between males and females. Yeah, because I don't, I don't think that's a wholly true statement in itself anyway, so I, I, I'm looking forward to jumping into that. All right, I just caught that. Okay. 
Uh, so, so that's why I was like, you know, trying to find decent people for you to associate with because I'll tell you, one, I didn't think it, it was healthy, right, for you to just be here. And I was annoyed, per usual, with the game. And three, it didn't really fit our the goals that we had set out for our relationship pretty much like since the beginning. So we were talking about like, oh, we want to advance ourselves as a couple. Um, I think at that time, like power, the term power couple was big, real crazy. And so we wanted to be that and we wanted to live in that. How was we going to do that if you didn't even have friends? Like if you didn't have, I don't know, like a, at least a group of people here that was, that was like-minded to either where you wanted to go or like-minded to like your current situation. So it was just like, you had too much free time. In addition to, I just don't think that that's healthy. So I think that's one of those damn if you do type of moments, or maybe maybe it's one of those, like there's, there's two extremes. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like, like people have arguments all the time in relationships where it's like, oh, you go out all the time, like you're never at home. And like for me, it's like we moved here and legitimately all I did was go to work, come home. And like my my free time or my going out time was, you know what, like I'm going to chill at the house. I'm not going to be out in these streets. I'm going to just play the game and chill and just be in the house. And that was my my chilling. Whereas, and I think like the other point with that too is I'm one of those people and I I made the point and still feel that way where I like organic relationships and Mm -hmm. and not forced interaction. But I guess it's it's a double-edged sword because you also have to go out and meet people or or be in an organic space for that to happen too. Correct. So I see your point. Yeah. Um, And then to your point and your vows... I definitely agree. I don't disagree. Um, I think that the time that I could have been spending with my friends um, and I when I wasn't, the my reasoning behind that has has been ever evolving. So in the beginning, I feel like every the beginning of every relationship starts where like those two people don't really see their friends as much as they used to because it's the honeymoon phase and y'all all up in a, all up under each other. Yeah, you all up under each other um until, you know, it gets a little stale or whatever and then you go hang out with your friends or y'all have an argument and you reach out to your friends. So I think that that was the that was the beginning of it. And then it has evolved since to not being about us in our honeymoon phase and me just wanting to be up under you, but more so about, like, where we were in life, me and my friends. Mm-hmm. So at the time where we had moved to Charlotte, every my friends had kids. So it wasn't like a get up and go. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, let's go to, you know, this happy hour or whatever. It was like, oh, let me find a sitter. And because I didn't have friends, I was, I mean, because I didn't have kid, a kid or kids, um, I didn't have the patience for that. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to be like 
in a position where I feel like I got to, like, ask you and then you got to go figure some shit out. Like, I just wanted you to get up and go and be with the shit. And so I didn't even want to go through the motions. Um, So I just stayed in the house. Like, I'm perfectly fine being in the house or I'm perfectly fine going somewhere by myself. Um, And then now I'll say because our time is spent between work and Naomi, the time that we have on the weekends now, like, I don't want to be out with just my friends. Like, I want to spend my my free time with you. Yeah. Whether it be me and you and we have some type of sitter or I want to spend it as a family, me, you, Naomi, and it can be other people can come with us or not. Yeah. But now that's where you know, where I have evolved in as far as, like, not really going out as much because we spend so much time working and taking care of our kid. Like, I want to, I mean, I you are, you know how I am. Like, I can lay right next to you and I'd be fully content. We don't have to go anywhere. But then sometimes I'm just like, we got to get out of these four walls and I want you to touch me outside of these four walls. <laughs> I want to, like, interact with you outside of the house. Yeah, like that's really interesting because for I feel like this is a conversation or a topic that is relevant to any and every relationship, no matter what stage it's in, no mm-hmm. matter if you're dating, if you're engaged, married, newlyweds. Friends or getting outside the house? Oh friends. Mm-hmm. If, like like the friend conversation, like, oh, having there's so many different directions you can go with it. Having friends of the the opposite sex, having friends in general, how do you maintain and cultivate those relationships? Mm-hmm. What's a healthy amount of time to spend with your friends or versus your significant other? Um and and to what you were saying, for me it's interesting because like, I've always felt, and I remember expressing this to you, like, I've always felt like I want you to be the person when I met you. Mm-hmm. Like, I still want you to have a life outside of me. Yeah. Like, I don't want you to be consumed where we're around each other all the time because, one, I don't want you to lose who you are as a person individually. Mm-hmm. And then, two, I feel like everybody needs that opportunity to miss yeah. their significant other. And you don't yeah. get that if you're around each other all the time. Yeah, I just said this to not to cut you off, but but in that in that same token, like if you're around each other all the time, when we're I got really excited about this topic, and the more I thought about it, like it's like man, it's like when we see Naomi all the time, Mm -hmm. and it's like oh okay, like we're around her, yeah, we're over, but like it it gets so normal, Mm -hmm. and then. Like how we have Google Photos and like it'll say a year ago today and we'll look at it. It's like, man, she's changed so much. But we're around her all the time to where we don't notice those subtle changes and how she's growing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you can do the same correlation in a relationship, too. If you're around your significant other so much, you don't notice their growth. Mm -hmm. So maybe they're, they're growing into somebody who they're not, whereas, you know, they're losing their individuality Mm -hmm. or they're growing in a different way to where you're not getting to appreciate their growth, be it from a professional standpoint, uh, a personal development standpoint, or mm-hmm. just uh, in an intimate way when you all are around each other because you don't get that chance to let your relationship breathe uh, and step away and be able to look at those pictures from a year <laughs> ago and say like, oh, this is where we were, this is where you were, 
and the cat all the features have changed since then yeah i had to chuckle when you said in an intimate way because we spent so much time together and this is like a part of this conversation but then it's not but and i've said this to you before but i thought it was funny when i realized after having Naomi, I would just like walk around the house ass naked. <laughs> I wouldn't have no clothes on, just because like my body, my body was so many things to <laughs> so many new things to this yeah. little person. I just kind of felt like, you know, I'm tired of fucking up my shirts with breast milk, <laughs> and I'm tired of dripping all over my pants. So yeah. I'm gonna just walk around this joint like National Geographic. <laughs> <laughs> And you pulled me to the side and you was like, babe. And you ain't say, I need you to put some clothes on. But you was just like, you know, I'm seeing a lot of you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I haven't seen you in any lingerie lately. Mm -hmm. It was like your nice way of saying like, sis, let me miss this naked ass body. Yeah. Because like you walking around here 24 <laughs> Put your asshole out. Right. Throw on some decorations. Put <laughs> some, some ornaments on that box. <laughs> Wait, did you say <laughs> did you say put some ornaments on that box? Yeah. Some decorations on there. That was pretty clever. Something to think about. <laughs> nah, but that no. But I, that's true. That's I true agree. though too. You know what? That brings up another point though, because I feel like if you're around your partner all the time, you mm -hmm. get really comfortable. Yeah. And like we've had, like I'll be transparent enough mm -hmm. to say that we've had that conversation. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, we're. I, I still need like you to be, like a sex symbol. A, like I still <laughs> need to. Not that I don't find you sexy, but I mm -hmm. still need us to have that relationship to where it's like, okay, like I'm, I'm teasing my partner. I'm, yeah. I'm making a concerted effort to be intimate and it's not just a sexual act. Yeah. Like I don't, yeah, I want you to be my friend, but I, I don't just want a homeboy. Yeah. Cause we have turned into homeboys or I should say roommates. Yeah. Um, at least twice that we've acknowledged in our relationship. Like, you know what? Maybe we need to stop coming into the bathroom with each other. Like when one of us is on the toilet, you, like I'm, I'm chilling. What, what you mean? You, you just started coming in the bathroom when I'm in there. I don't be trying to. I don't come. What there. happens? You stumble. Stumble in it. Nah, you be taking for forever, and I just have I to. I do not take forever. <laughs> you just want to brush his teeth. No, <laughs> it's it's hella bathrooms in this house. Anyway, <laughs> so. uh So yeah, so we have acknowledged at least two times in our relationship where we realized that we were acting like roommates and what we mean by that is these are the moments where we've been on not so I, I won't call it like just like a dry spell but we've just been like going through the motions of being together and it's just been like okay here go your chores here go my chores like hey i love you kiss whatever whatever we on the couch we eating popcorn we farting <laughs> like we just the doors open we i'm popping pimples like we the homies yeah like. this is my homeboy i can tell him anything and i think that speaks to how we see each other as friends yeah yeah, yeah. it's a gift and a curse yeah me. us being friends is definitely a gift and a curse but i'll say Every every serious relationship that I've ever had, I've been friends with that person, which I think is the reason why, like, 
I could still openly support like whatever they do or they like I don't know like that we we all have really good relationships like before during and even after even though like it might have ended crazy I could still pick up the phone and be like yo I mean I don't no the fuck you can't <laughs> no I mean I don't but I'm saying if I if I needed to if I need to be like hey like I got a friend that's moving to such and such place like can you help him out Gotcha. They would they would pick up the phone. They would be like, "Yeah." They would genuinely ask me, like, "Yo, how's your family doing? Like, how's dude? How's buddy doing? Like, how's the baby?" I like to think the same thing about me. Get the fuck out of here, dude! <laughs> so, first of all, I don't think so, some of them gonna answer the phone. Some of them not. The ones who answer, I don't. <sighs> the ones who answer, it's gonna be at least it's gonna be at least one who cusses you the fuck out. The one who answers is going to eat that shit up. And it's not going to be nothing genuine about it. Because y'all ain't, y'all ain't do each other right. Um, I'm talking about people I was in, like, legit relationships with. Maybe you was in no... You, I was your first relationship. Let the That's Lord, Let the Lord tell it. That ain't true. I mean, I've had a couple of legit relationships where... When? I had a relationship before you. Your mama don't count. No, I had one right before you, and then I had... That was a legit relationship. That was, and then, like, then one other that, that I That wasn't a relationship. You ain't want to be in that relationship? Well, shit, I guess that's a relationship. I, I'm counting two. Before me? Yep. That's what's up. And, and I could pick up and be like, "Hey, no, no I don't no, think that that's. I, I don't think that that. I don't think that that's fair. I don't think that that's fair. Like somebody that you've dealt with for over like a year's time. I think you have to consider that a relationship. It might not have been a mature relationship or like a monogamous relationship, but that shit was a relationship. Did I commit? I did not. No, y'all was committed. We were not. Yes, y'all were." No titles. I, I talk to you about it later. So, um, so I don't know. Moving right along. Moving right along. Y'all, Justin be so nervous talking about his little ex, uh, little buddies, girl. Y'all, I'm sure y'all can hear how heavy he's breathing. A little heart be pounding. Just terrible, man. Terrible. So, we, when we, first of all, can we just stop for a second and apologize to our listeners? For being slack ass podcast hosts because we did not promote the last episode at all. Man, look, we've been so tired. <laughs> that, that's it. I think I, I told you earlier this week. I what? was like, man, I feel like I've caught up on like a month's worth of life yeah. to where I'm finally living in the present. Mm-hmm. And I was legit feeling like I was living a life of checklists. Like, yeah. okay, like this is what I got to do next. This is what I got to do next. And wasn't living in the moment, like feeling like I'm just scrambling. So, yeah. yeah. I apologize for me personally. Damn, we apologize together. I thought you, you can do your own apology. Damn, that's pretty fucked up. I apologize for me and I apologize for us. I I led the way. Say my life was busy. Ashley was busy as well. Ashley, yeah, your life is crazy busy. And I want to thank you for oh, babe, you holding us up. down. <laughs> holding us down this past week. Don't know how you did it. Working full time and keeping Naomi. Ooh, Both of child. those are full time jobs. One is overtime automatically. Whew. 
that's yeah. our commercial. Yes, yes, Lord. Um. So yeah. So back into this this friendship relationship episode. Still not sure what we're gonna call it, but I think we should take a step back into um our friendship journey. Or you want to take it somewhere else? To our friendship journey. Yeah. So like, I was gonna say. So when I first met you, your friends to my that I had met were your chapter brothers, right? And we mm-hmm. lived in St. Louis. And I wholeheartedly have always believed this. Didn't really have this clever of a of a saying for it, and this is not my saying. Um, got it from the internet. But I do buy into you becoming the people the five people that you spend the most time around yeah and so um I've always felt like that and so when we were in St. Louis we still we talked about this on the podcast but we still had our representatives on so I thought you were something you thought I was something right Mm -hmm. may have been a little different than what we actually got ourselves into once we peeled back the layers but at that time, I thought that you had outgrown St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And I remember us having conversations to where I was just like, I just don't think life is about like going to work and then you getting like shit faced with the same people at least two days out of like the week like the weekend is just like this this thing weekend is go time yeah i do want to back up and say though as to the conversation at the beginning of the podcast mm-hmm. you can't win or uh, let me be fair there's a happy medium because now we're seeing the <clears> other <throat> side of the spectrum you can't go out with your friends all the time but also if you do the opposite thing and stay home you're going to run into some issues there, too. So you got to find a happy medium of going out and staying at home and doing your own hobbies, like playing the game. I would like to award myself for not cutting him off because I am perturbed. Mm. Why you be why you be twisting my words like this? That wasn't aimed at you, though. You said can't win. Did and then I not? took it back. Did you take it back? Because I, I didn't did. hear you take it back. Jesus, you you were nah, so ready to just jump in nah, there, but I holding yourself back. I'm I proud of you. To, I wanted to hear how you was gonna finish the statement, but so I think that in in responding to what you're saying and completing what I was talking about, I think that you would agree that that wasn't the healthiest lifestyle. Would you not? Yeah, I'm not arguing with that. Okay, so. Okay. I agree. Thanks. So, in that space, though, right, I realized two things about your friends. Like, one, I thought you had outgrown, like, your current, like, your your circle then, um, just in, a, in the same aspect of you saying in a relationship that you need time apart to kind of miss each other and mm-hmm. to grow and to be able to recognize that growth. I thought that you needed the same thing when we were in St. Louis. Like you had I felt like you had been in St. Louis for so long that you couldn't even really see like who you really were. Yeah. 
And it was good to have that, their fresh set of eyes. Because mm-hmm. we're in the Matrix. Like, you don't, yeah. you don't really know. But then on the flip side, I'll say, um, and I've mentioned this to you several times throughout the course of our relationship, but I don't think that I've ever met a group of friends or a group of men who are more committed to one another than your chapter. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, y'all have y'all ups and downs. Y'all have y'all little beasts. Y'all have y'all little circles or whatever. But as a whole, and just from a really genuine space, I don't think that I've never... I, I, I know for a fact I've never encountered a chapter or a group of friends who uplift each other the way that you guys do. And so it wasn't like a sense of me being like, oh, nah, your friends is trash, right? Like, I think that you've outgrown them. I just thought that y'all should take a little break from each other so that y'all could give it some opportunity to grow. Because I will say, like, you have really good taste in forever friends. Mm -hmm. I'll say that. Um, Yeah. No, I I completely agree. And I would say that the biggest testament to that is present day. Like, us us getting away from each other and the way that everybody's blossomed. Yeah. And has grown even even more so into their potential. And like me being biased but completely honest, like I've never seen a, a group of more successful yeah. Like people in their own right. Mm-hmm. Um to be like you can when we get together and like just having that feeling of like looking around the table, it's like, oh, you do this, you mm-hmm. you do that, you do this, and like, and everybody be genuinely happy to like big up they person, like yeah. oh, like when especially when we sorry to cut you off, but especially when like girlfriends meet mm-hmm. and you can see people saying like, oh, like for example, for I'll give a a recent example. Um, why well, I'm gonna put him out there because he might be dating somebody else next week, but. Like he was like, yeah, this is who I was telling you about, and yeah. they got this is they got the daughter, and they got the podcast, and they do X, Y, and Z, right? Yeah. But then I've seen you do the same thing for me. Like mm-hmm. you'll point across the room and be like, oh, let me introduce you to such and such. Like, remember I was telling you he's doing so such so great, so many great things. Yeah. And X, Y, and Z, and so like y'all just be really proud of each other, and it's it's really a beautiful thing. Most definitely, and so like. You have to have that friend group. And I, I would say, like, in a relationship, like, it's, it's crucial that you find that balance to where you can cultivate those relationships. But also, it's good to have a, a second set of eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're a significant other, it's like, hey, you... Maybe they're not hating. Uh, or maybe they're not trying to tear you away from your friends. Maybe they're telling you the truth and nobody else is going to... Like, no other... Nobody in your friend group is going to tell you that because they're they're with you at yeah. that moment so like it, it was good to, to it. yeah they're, they're too close so it was good to get your and i wouldn't necessarily say oh no like hear you say like oh yeah it was time like to to get away like like hearing you say this like yeah you're, you're right mm-hmm. and it's easy to hear it in retrospect yeah um Cause when I said it in the moment, you was like, you was ready to. Oh, you gotta go. Yeah, you was ready to choose uh your chapter over me. Hey, you ain't gonna make it. It's been cool. <laughs> Seriously, it's been cool. How cool has it been? Uh, it's only one Ashley. It's only one Alfreda. You missed an opportunity to say it's been ice cold. It's been. Come on, now. don't do me like that. 
I just wanted to see if you was really 30 or not. Cause, Clearly. You know, 30-year-olds, you got to show up to the, to the chat, the cookout with the, Perry. with the cage uh, sandals on. Talk uh, about it's ice cold, there. young lady. <laughs> got to put on a jacket, the shirt, and the pants. Stop. So listen, let me ask you a question. Okay. Do you remember your our first um, argument? Like about friends, you remember it. What about your friend? I don't. You want to tell you what it was? Yeah. And you gonna have to tell me after the episode who this person is because I feel like I've met them now. Okay. But I don't. Yeah. So we had. So when we moved into St. Louis, right? Justin was supposed to find the place that we was going to live at. Uh huh. So he kept coming up with these sh- shaky apartments because y'all know he had a twenty dollar couch in the in the two dollar apartment. This door lock. That's all you need. Okay. So I'll for whatever reason I said I'll leave it up to him to find us an apartment, and then I'll sign the paperwork when I get there to St. Louis, right? Yeah. So he ain't find anything, and I came down for like two weeks before I actually moved to St. Louis, and we went apartment shopping. We found this uh this we found this penthouse apartment that we ended up staying in and we weren't in that apartment, y'all, for eight days before Justin was like, Yeah, babe, I just wanted to talk to you real quick. My homeboy in Arkansas, he doing real bad. Yeah. He uh he need a place I to remember. stay. Yeah. I just don't want him to sell drugs no more. I said, Bar? I remember. Is the nigga about to come here and sell <laughs> drugs? Hell no, he can't come in this. Y'all, we had a, a box spring, a mattress, and the rusted metal box spring holder. You know, the one in your grandma's house. The, the frame. Yeah. The frame. That's just nothing but the frame with the hospital wheels on the joint. That's all you need. We didn't even have a couch yet. And he was trying to move another human being in the apartment. We had essentials. No, no. We didn't even have. Man, I remember that. That's crazy now. That I forgot all about that. Did you? I yeah. never forgot about that because I just never. I was like, yo, is he crazy? I'm such a good friend. You really? <laughs> yo. <laughs> Friend of the year right here, I said, guys. What is he what's this what's the man and I ain't got nothing against drug dealers, not openly, right? I might say a couple things, right? But we had our first look. We I, we didn't argue about it, right? Mm-hmm. But it was just I was so annoyed. Like, why would you even put me in a situation? We're two months into our relationship. And you're putting me in a situation where I have to be like no to somebody I've never met before. I don't know how long you about to walk around and be mad because I done said no. I had to test you. I was just playing. No, he <laughs> wasn't. He was like, I mean, so, okay, so if he did move here, what's the rule? Like, he can't smoke. He's like, he be smoking. He can't smoke in here. He can't come in here and sell drugs. We're going to get put out. We're all going to jail. Like, no, we're not. This not. This not the environment that I want to be in. Mm-hmm. And he was really fighting for this man. Like, you know, sometimes actually people just need a chance. I can't wait till we fuck that. <laughs> can't wait till we stumble up on a story about one of your friends. 
Stop. Put okay. me out okay. here. Okay. Okay. I'm just no. saying. Who? Who? I met that person since. Nah, y'all still haven't met. Rips. Is he in jail? He's not. Is he still selling drugs? I don't know. You know. Tell me. I ear. don't know. If I was, I'm not gonna <laughs> tell it on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> look like. <laughs> Uh, got me in here looking like Tariq. <laughs> Who you look like? Tariq. Got me in here just snitching. Like, what's wrong with you? I was just playing. What street you stay on? What's his phone number? Where's mama stay? Jesus. Jesus. My bad, my bad. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Tell me later. We ain't gonna even need a wire towel. We just gonna publish it. Everybody going to jail. Stop, man, I can't. I gotta get it together. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I got another. I got another story, but I gotta oh, save it so oh. I can compose myself. <laughs> I'm over here shook. No. <laughs> You about, to, you about to pat me down? I can't even go home now. Stop! <laughs> I heard who told you that you told. I heard you. I didn't have to hear it from nobody else. I heard it from you. Yo, we got to go to a commercial break because I can't, I can't get it together. My bad. My bad, uh, Henry. <laughs> All right, so we're uh, we're back from commercial break. This is Justin and Takashi over here. <laughs> Wait, I kid you stop. I just got myself together. Why would you call me Takashi? <laughs> Can't commit no crime with you. Babe, first of all, no. All Let's, right. No, no. We know who we can't commit crimes with. Mm-hmm. And that would be you. That would be okay. <laughs> anyway. So, got a question for you. <clears throat> okay. So, just getting back to the friend conversation. So, mm-hmm. how do you feel like your, your friendships, <laughs> your friend groups uh, have changed as you've been in our relationship as we going through. Mm-hmm. So from the dating stage to just getting more serious to us being married and then us having a family, like how has that dynamic changed? You feel like it's hurt it or, or what? Do you just feel like it's kind of... Um, <clears throat> that's kind of hard for me to answer because I honestly don't think too much has changed honestly like my my real like my real real friends Mm -hmm. I don't think too much has changed I'll say like I was more likely to have platonic friendships with people who I've like dealt with sexually in the past than I would if I was married but that's meaningless so that really doesn't matter. Um, but my actual true-to-life friends, nothing has really changed because all my friends love you. And, yeah. Can't, can't say this changed. Oh, and I asked that question because I feel like a, a lot of times, like, 
depending well i guess it probably depends on like where your friends are in their lives too yeah because not speaking for you specifically but i think like with other people it might be maybe friends like there's some resentment there like oh like we used to do this together and you used to be this person now you're completely different or you don't spend time with us anymore and that type of thing so i'm always curious about those situations where especially like with women like not putting a stereotype but y'all are Emotional, a little emotional. Yeah, yeah, I was different when it comes to friends. <clears throat> um, no, because so Michelle was already married with a kid, and Angelica's been in a relationship for quite some time now, and so there's no like difference because we all made it a point for all of us to like know firsthand our spouse mm. so that's key yeah that's key and then we've done so much life together to know like what we're all willing to put up with so i feel like there have been moments in our relationship that have been trying that i've shared um with one or both of them um and nobody has ever like for long periods of time, like, looked at you differently. Or, like, oh, I know. Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's never been a point where it's just been, like, this nigga ain't it. Right. Because they got to know you for, like, firsthand, like I said, like, for themselves. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like, even when we were talking about this topic earlier today, and, like, mm-hmm. one of the things that popped up is, like, even having those friend groups. Mm-hmm. Like, whether you know it or not, but I thought it was a good point, like, for people who are going through this or have yet to or have already gone through it. But, like, those friends who are at different life stages, like, their goal should be, so let's say if you have a friend who's who's married mm-hmm. and, and you're not married, like, as you mentioned, like, before, mm-hmm. like, you were the friend who wasn't married, like, your role should be to keep that person honest to who they were before they got married and that's not saying, like, go out to the club and, like, pick up on guys. It's saying, like, no, remember when we used to uh, go bowling or remember we used to go out to the movies, like, randomly or something like that? I don't think uh, that's And fair. keep them uh, spontaneous. What? Because when you're in those relationships, like, let's be real. Like, when you're in a relationship, you're not thinking about You get so wrapped up in who you are at that moment, especially, like, not just if you're if you're married, but if you have a family and you have a kid, like your whole world revolves around like this kid, mm-hmm. and it also revolves around you know next priority like being that your significant <laughs> other. So, a lot of times I feel like you might put yourself on the back burner where it's like, oh okay, what did like how often are you thinking like what did I used to do? Yeah, and like to have a friend who's cognizant of that, and not saying that that's their only role, but. Who can keep you honest? Like, hey, you want to do this? Oh, yeah, I forgot we used to do that. That's yeah, cool. I think that 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 counts for like special events. Like, we have homecoming this weekend, and Michelle sent us a text message and was like, "Yo, all I'm gonna ask is that we go to this this gym jam. Shameless plug. Um, we go to this gym jam and we turn up like we did in college." And, like, we need to, like, that's all I'm going to ask of y'all. Yeah. 
And I think that that, like, how she phrased it, I don't think she was doing it strategically, but how she phrased it, I think, is the perfect pitch in between what I'm trying to say and what it is that you just said. Mm -hmm. Because I do think your friends should kind of keep you true to you, but I also think that any friend should be able to understand that you're going to grow in that relationship into something in someone that they've never seen before. Yeah. And that they have to make space for that person, even if you are growing in a direction that they may not understand. I think they have to give you the room to do that. Now they can remind you around, uh, you know, along the way and saying, you know, this, this ain't looking hot. This ain't looking too hot, but, um, they do need to give you that space to, to grow. Yeah. So you, you kind of touched on something a little bit there and I didn't even have this in, in the notes, but you touched on something and and just saying like introducing your significant other to your friends and like them knowing who this person is but how how much do you let your friends in on your relationship like what how should that look see i think this depends on how deep your relationship with with that friend goes honestly because i think we all do when things happen between you and your partner everybody has a sense of Mm self-preservation like they're not going to tell the whole entire story to every single friend yeah right so they might tell the whole story to one friend they might not tell the whole story to no fucking body right Mm -hmm. just to save face either for themselves or if they intend on taking their spouse back then they don't want that person to know like how far their spouse took the shit yeah so I think that that question really depends if you're asking, like, how much do you tell said friend or said friend group? It really just depends on how much trust you have in a relationship. Now, when you ask, like, how have friendships evolved within um, in our evolution in our relationship, I say a more relevant question or something to put out there in the atmosphere is I think that for me personally, especially for you, like you said, females are different. I've in the past three to five years realized that I needed to be a better friend in the aspect of like, okay, I don't even think that I have a a handful of friends and I'm using the term loosely that I don't believe really even know how to be a real friend. Like, that's not something that you learn. Yeah. And I think especially for females, because we are so in touch with our emotions and we, you know, prefer to talk to somebody and talk things out and see what they think or, you know, move out of emotions sometime. I do think that we put ourselves in situations where, People can go and tell your business, you know, Mm -hmm. and still be friends or y'all fall out as friends and people go and tell your business. Right. But in that space, like, I think that me now more than ever at 32, like I realized how big trust is in in a friendship. And I don't think that. Like I, I know for sure I wasn't this I wasn't this great of a friend that I am today than I was like even a year ago. 
Because even from the aspect of, like, not judging your friends for doing certain shit, not, you know what I mean? Like, not spilling the beans to somebody who's about to just go run ragged with their shit. Um, or not giving them, like, advice that's way too spicy. And, and also calling your friends out. Like, hey, like, uh, was I wrong? Yes, yes, sis, you was dead wrong. Like, <laughs> that, that shit is not going to work. Is it really your friend if you can't call him out? If you... And that's, that, that is the premise that I have been operating on and me trying to become a better friend. Like, um, yeah, I'm not about to just let you slide. Yeah. yeah. But but it's, I think it's a delicate balance, too, though, because it's, it's a difference between, between calling somebody out mm-hmm. and you have to walk the line between calling them out and judging them. Yeah. So, I I'm don't know. St- I'm still finding that line. I will say, like, with my with my oldest running friends, I've found that line. Like, this is how I need to communicate with this person. Um, but with my newer friends and me trying to walk the line of, like, I don't think this is a real friendship if I can't, like, call you out on your shit, I'm still struggling to, because I don't know them. As well as I know my old and how they're gonna take it, yeah, yeah. and how and how they're gonna take it, and I'll say, <clears throat> you believe in no new friends? No, I think that's that's gonna take us a whole different direction. But I okay. think anybody who believes in no new friends is destined to be in the same spot right now that they're in. You know, five years from now, whatever the case is, because even in my case, where you mentioned like you had to get out uh, a way mm-hmm. to be able to grow, you're sitting there with the same people all the time. Yeah, some of my no new friends, and y'all all in the same spot. Yeah, yeah. So, I <laughs> and and my friends will give me the side eye, but I I think that they'll be comfortable with me saying this. But like when I make new friends, my old friends be looking at me like, girl. Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> like who who is this? What what is this person about? And they will in their like most honest way be sitting and and they'll be like, Yeah, I, I don't I don't think she got it all. Like they'll give me their assessment of the person and I'm just like vetting a new friend for you. Right. Guys, yeah. like relax. Yeah. <laughs> relax. But the, uh, that is that's a whole nother conversation for another time. But yeah. What about pillow talk? What do you mean by that? Everybody know what pillow talk is. I mean, I know what pillow talk. Oh, but in we're a- in in the sense of this conversation. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So we talked about like um being a better friend and how important trust is in those friendships. But do I? I mean, I could ask you, but I feel like I know what you're gonna say. But I'll ask you. For the sake of like other people may not know what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. So, do you believe pillow talk between you and I as a married couple? It should be off limits, like as far as pillow talk for our friends. Oh, like telling your friends what's going on in your house and that's no, like- no, 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 no. Like you and I speaking on our friends. Oh, like what they? Yeah. I think there's a line. Like, there's definitely a line. You do? There's definitely a line, like, uh, depending on what stage of the relationship you're in. Like, if you're just no, dating somebody. Us. Oh, for us? Yeah. Yeah, for us. Like, hey, you tell me something. I'm going to tell you. I, I hate to say it like that, but 
recognize that this is my significant other. Yeah. And I'm not holding anything from her. But if you're my friend, too, I feel like all my friends are that I'm still cool with. Mm-hmm. Like, they're cool with you, too. Yeah. So, like, we'll have a conversation and, like, this is my better half. Mm-hmm. So, like, if it's something that I'm thinking about or is bothering me, it's like, man, I need to talk this out. Like, this is this, such and such said this to me and it's really bothering me. Yeah. Like, I, just so I get another point of view and I'm not holding it in or whatever the case is. But also, like, man, it's, it's a whole lot better than, you know, friend groups just going back and forth with each other talking about, oh, so-and-so told me this. Yeah. Like, and just gossiping behind each other's back. Like, nah, my significant other. Like, it's it's a safe space. Yeah. So, nah, pillow talk. Between married couples. Yeah, between married couples. Like, I feel like that's fair game. Yeah. The way I look at it is, like, if you tell me something, I'm definitely, like, know that you're talking to both me and Justin. Like, you might as well be sitting right here, because when I get in the house, I'm be like, babe. But it's, but it's, I think it's easy for us, though, because... I, I'll toot my own horn. I'm the least judgmental person ever. So I just like, I'll be here for the for the giggles. That's it. Like, and I tell you just to see you giggle too because yeah. you, like, you really get a kick out of some shit. I do. Some of the stuff, like some stuff, it, yeah. No. And because it's a safe space, I really get to like be all in my storyteller yeah. moment. And, and tell you this. And and it's cool because you know it's not going any further. Like, yeah. it doesn't, you don't have to worry about me going back out and telling somebody else or whatever the case is. And I think, so, and then the last part of this, I think, is, like, if, on it's, it's, there have been times where I've come and, like, given you the scoop on what's going on in one of my friends' life, right? And then you and I will discuss it. And you'll have this like killer point, mm-hmm. and then I go back and deliver it to sis. Like, well, have you thought about it this way? <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I say because me and Justin were talking, and sometimes I just take it as my own. Like, like your... you know, I was thinking, yeah. you know, it's just not sitting right with me. Right? <laughs> on my spirit, it's sitting on my spirit all wrong, girl. And then I'm just like, okay. So, yeah. Like, if you're talking to one of us, like, know that the other one is, like, you might as well talk to us like the other person is sitting Yeah, right you might as well call both of us. Yeah, like, just <laughs> call something, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, man. So, I feel like there's a there's a conversation we've been tiptoeing around and avoiding, like, what? this whole... I'm getting scared. This what? whole episode. What is it? So, having friends of... The opposite sex. I was just going to my notes for that. Really? Because I, I feel like that's the thing that a lot of people deal with in relationships, and there's so many different ways to take it, and people get really emotional about it. Mm-hmm. Like, is it okay to have friends of the opposite sex? I don't think you want to have this conversation with me. Because uh, we know, forgot to discuss question. boundaries for this conversation. Ask the question. So. so you just hit cut if it goes too far left for you. Okay. So. Now I'm sitting over here. Now you scared? No, nah, I ain't scared. Bit. I'm just getting my cut ready. <laughs> so, cut. Stop. <laughs> so, um, where should I, where can I take? So, okay. So let me tell y'all a story since we're talking about sharing information, right? 
So I had this almost similar. No, I'm not going to put myself in that boat. So I have always had a male best friend and growing up to this moment that we speak to you right now. So in that space, I was I was gonna say I'll say on national te- television, <laughs> but no. Speaking into existence. Sp- no, it is it is. Oh, speak this podcast into existence. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be on TV though. I'm cool. You gonna be? You might be on TV, baby. You fine. So listen. So in the course of all of my platonic opposite sex relationships. They've always remained platonic. Now, I'll be transparent enough to say, like, there have been moments where, like, I can't even say on my behalf, but on my male's friend behalf, where it's like, is this the person that I'm supposed to be with? Or, you know, well, what if, like, we get older and we haven't gotten married by 30, like, you want to just get married so we can reap the benefits of being married? Like, those conversations have taken place, but I've never kissed, had sex with any of my male friends that I consider my best friend. And it's only two of them. Now, Justin, on the other hand, when we first got together, get your cut ready, babe. We had this whole argument about having friends of the opposite sex. Now, I'm not saying that this person is my friend. This is my best friend. And the way I define best friend, especially 30 plus, right, is like I can I can go to this person. I can speak to him about literally anything. And this is before Justin. This was during any relationship. Now, I don't know how Justin was defining best friend back in, what, 2000-something, but you he can't say the same. So he had this argument with me and was like, no, I don't think, like, oh, if you're going to say, then that's going to be my best friend, and she my best friend, she my best friend, she my best friend. And it took years. Mm-hmm. You don't remember this argument? Nah. We was we was in the room at, in St. Louis, and we was we was on the bed having this whole conversation because I was like, yeah, my best friend is, is a male. Like, my best friend's name is... Chris and you was like oh yeah I got a best friend too and I was like oh okay well I never slept with my best friend so that can still be my best friend we were talking about like can we keep this person as our friend Mm -hmm. in this relationship and you was like yeah and you was like nah like that's my best friend we grew up together okay but that wasn't your best friend why not because y'all messed around. Justin is currently scratching his face, y'all. What they get? Doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. Yes, they do, yo. If you get into a marriage, that person cannot. That that no. You can't take that back. Well, y'all have broken platonic relationship code at that point. I ain't seen that in Webster's in my life. Yeah, <laughs> and it was if it was a point in time mm-hmm. 
and that was that, then cool. Like, whatever, back to, back to where we were, keep it moving. No, that's different, that's man. It. That's different. If I, if me and Chris had ever slept together, that man, in this marriage right now, he would not, I couldn't consider him my best friend. He would be the same as any of my exes or the same as anybody that I had slept with. He couldn't be my best friend. Yeah. You don't agree? You would be, Chris would be staying in the house. Yeah, I'm. You said you slept with him anyway, so it's cool. No, I did. Who slept with Chris? Did you say you slept? In, y'all slept in the bed together anyway. We slept. I'm talking about having sex. Yeah. You really tried it just now. Well, I'm just saying, like no, they don't just add say up. something that makes sense. It makes sense. Because, like, I've always felt like, and I've said this to you, mm-hmm. that. Sex can just be an act. It doesn't have to have emotions or all that tied to it. Like, cool, like, all right. And I feel like if somebody has a friend and they just so happen to have sex. Just so happen? (laughs) They just so happen to have sex. No. Then maybe it was a favor. <laughs> y'all wish y'all. I wish that y'all could see the hand gestures. I'm drawing my thesis that, now. It's all uh, yeah, coming it's together. It's not coming together. It's There's you, no research behind this. Let me get bold. Maybe it was a favor. You know, hey, a favor? What? Like scratch my back? Yeah. You know what? For your future, you did all right. But your future husband or your future person in your relationship, they probably would appreciate this. I'm glad I could be of service. Let's go back to being no, friends. You're so dirty, yeah. No, just, just doing my friendly duty. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of friend would I be if I didn't help out any way I could? Are you serious right now? <laughs> it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yo, I can't with you, yo. I'm just uh, Justin. No, make this make sense. I just try to help where I can. Y'all, I don't know what's wrong with him. But but in all seriousness, though. Oh, like, okay, let's hear this, guys. In all seriousness, I think mm-hmm. that it is possible to be friends with somebody of the opposite sex. Um, but in a marriage. In a marriage. Here's my... So, in the case now, mm-hmm. like it, I feel like if you're... If you're introducing a friend of the opposite sex to your significant other, mm-hmm. like there isn't somebody who I would be like, oh, like we're going to kick it. Like I try to make it a point, right? Anybody who you could potentially run in with or anybody who I would talk about, like try to get the backstory about who they were. And there's always me prefacing, like, did we or did we not have sex? So I always try to throw that in there. Um, so even, so I'll give you a recent example. So somebody who I was, like I've I've been legit cool with and we just so happen to live in the same city now. Like I haven't met up with them like just because like to me etiquette is like I need you to meet my my wife first mm-hmm. before we can kick it. Like so she's comfortable, like I need yeah, we're cool, we're as friends, but we're never gonna be in a type of committed relationship that me and my spouse are in. Mm-hmm. So I need to know that you're comfortable uh with them first before yeah. we could be friends like that's more important to me your peace of mind as opposed to 
you know, just have it like if if your significant other isn't comfortable with um, you have somebody of the opposite sex, then that's a conversation you need to have and deal with one way or the other. Yeah. So, yeah. So that is my public service announcement for the day. <laughs> it's possible, but it is. It's always it's a thin line. It's a thin. It's definitely a thin line, but is that's where a lot of communication comes in and just being honest about your your feelings, like me and I, and like I was being facetious, like I like yeah, Chris is cool, like I'm good, he's good in my book, but but it didn't start that way. I feel like we'll have to have him on the episode <laughs> so that y'all can tell your story. My story. You don't know your story, babe. I didn't know we had one. Mm, mm, mm. I'll, uh, I'll let I'll let y'all uh, we can talk about it on the, on the episode. Cool. Like I feel like we've been going at it, man. It's just been it's been a lot of different points of this one. Um, yeah. Mm. We what notes we had? Uh, friends evolving at different paces. Mm. So I I feel like we're good now, man. It's it's been cool because. I was looking forward to this topic more so, like, and I mentioned it before, just because, like, this is something that everybody deals with, like, whether you have friends of the same sex or the opposite sex, or mm-hmm. you feel like your significant other, like, spends too much time with their friends and not enough time with you. Yeah. Or, you, like, what do you do? Mm, this this is one, and we'll, we can end with this. What do you do if you don't like one of your significant other's friends? Like, what's your... And let's say they've been with that friend for forever. Like now, like how do you even approach that? Mm, you asking me? Yeah, I can't. I don't think I. No, I've never had a friend I've, that I've, I've haven't liked. That's because you the self proclaimed non judgmental person. Yeah, I don't like judgment. I think I think people are interesting. Anyways, continue. But I think that you had you do. I, you have pointed out toxic friends yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. So you can't really say, like, you don't have friends. So I'll ask, so put that question to you. But I, I've never, I mean, I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. I've I've never wanted to be in a place to where I tell you who you should and shouldn't be friends with. Mm-hmm. Like for me, it's like, I'm going to leave that decision to you, but here's what I see as an outside person looking in. Mm-hmm. Like, here's what this person is doing. Here's what y'all are doing to each other. From my perspective, yeah, do with that information as you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's where you can get in a little bit of a gray area to where somebody's going to get their feeling hurt feelings hurt is when you tell your significant other like oh you can't be friends with this person or i don't want you hanging around this person or whatever the case is let me ask you wait when you were when you were coming up did your mom ever tell you like i don't want you to be friends with this kid did not my mom had to do that to me and so i had to sneak and be friends with this girl and Mm -hmm. my mom was right all along Mm, imagine that yeah so of being friends with nobody. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to hang out. So, um, I think that there some some truth on both of those. Well, there's a connection there because mm-hmm. I I can't be the only person who mom was like like I don't want you hanging with that fast ass girl. Yeah. So what if I had like a hoey friend that be doing hoey shit? 
you still would be like, yeah, I'm not about to tell my wife not to be around. <laughs> Why could you just bust out laughing? Oh, man. This, if if you were to have one, <laughs> um, I would be cool with it. Like, cause I, I trust what? You. No, I trust you. Like, now, if you were out with him all the time, like, like just based off of where we are right now, like, you yeah. don't really be out like that. But if you were... Like, y'all talked and, like, y'all went out every now and then. Like, cool, whatever. But if you were out all the time, like, oh, I'm going with... Hoey friend. Yeah, Honisha. Then, <laughs> then uh, like, every weekend, like, it's something you're looking forward to. Like, hold up. Like, that's what you want to do. Like, that's the life you want to live. Then be mm-hmm. over there. You would be like, be single? Yeah, 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 yeah. Be out. But not... but. But I feel like, too, like, I trust your judgment because even if you had one, mm-hmm. right, like, I feel like you're mature enough and you're smart enough and you're grown enough to know, like, as you mentioned, like, you're, you become part of the five people you hang around the most. Yeah. So if you're hanging around this person enough, something's going to rub off one way or the other. Yeah. Even if it puts the idea in your mind. Yeah. I think that's wait, I don't even think I don't even know how we could close out this episode without having a conversation around because this is big with married couples where um damn, I can't even remember. I mean, I wouldn't put them out there on a podcast, but I can't remember who it was. But sis was just like, Yeah, like my husband, like we don't have single friends. Mm. Okay. So that's um, quite the conundrum. It's quite the conundrum there, because it's so hard to find like, like with couples. Like maybe there's a couple that y'all like, and then see, I'm not good at. I wouldn't be good at double dating mm-hmm. because I feel like when I think of double dates, I feel it's like people go to a, a restaurant, and when I go to the restaurant, whenever I'm finished eating, like I could go to a restaurant, order my food, and get the check at the same time. That that's one of my pet peeves about you, and it's grown over the past year or two. Yeah, it's um, like I would rather have a conversation at home or have a conversation in a, a setting that doesn't feel forced. Mm-hmm. But like in in a double date setting, like I don't know. But what if what happens if you're yeah meet another couple and then one of the one of the people in the couple is cool and then the other isn't? Then what do you do? Like, it's, I don't know, it's tough. Luckily, um, we don't, we don't quite have that issue. At least I don't think so. But shout out, man. We, uh, we did, we kicked it with a cool couple, uh, this past weekend. Cool family. We had to have them on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, their story is pretty incredible. Um, but yeah, the bookers. We yeah, gotta, cool. We gotta have them on, and not only, not only are um are they cool, but one, uh, Toy is my college roommate, and me and Justin left, and we legitimately was like, yo, I never been around three kids that was this chill, like, like all at the same time, like nobody was tripping. Yeah, like they gotta the be the kids coolest cool, kids. Like parents is cool. It's like yo, like this is. Uh, I could a do great this. combination. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't mind being around y'all. I wasn't really but, heading for the hills. But that's hard. But yeah, but so but so fine. It is. 
So it's hard to find like people that both of y'all want to be around and are, are cool with and one person doesn't want to leave. But to say that we're not going to have any single friends. It's crazy. That's interesting. I think it's crazy. I think it's taking one thing to the extreme. So I do believe that married men should have at least one married man friend. Yeah. Because that's a different level of conversation than a married man is going to have with his single friend. Like you, I don't really think there's advice that you should be taking from this person. No, but that's the hard part. So I, I can speak for me personally and say like that's that's been a hard part. I was like, man, like I need to talk this out with somebody, but mm-hmm. shoot, I don't have anybody who's going to understand this. Yeah. Like, and I think there's a difference in being like, oh, let me go run, let me let me run this by my safe space that includes a married person just like myself so for me so okay let me clean this up so if if you and i were going through something i feel comfortable speaking to somebody who's married about it right hash out the details let me see if i'm wrong in this situation right let me see like if there's something that i could have done differently blah 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 but i'm not just going to any married person i need to speak to somebody happily married yeah, I can't speak to somebody who is stepping out on a marriage. I can't speak to somebody who has been married at a shorter period than me. Like I need somebody with some experience that's going to really talk to me from a point, from a different viewpoint. And my my favorite person to talk to mm-hmm. is my grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Yes, like because he'll say something to me. It's, I don't always understand it. Like when he first say it. Yeah. But to be married 60 years or however many years, like, that's unmatched, right? Like, don't too much change. The same We have the same struggles that they have. They just look a little different with technology and the access that people have to us these days. But the shit be the same from a fundamental standpoint. Like, it's going to be finance. It's going to be sex. It's going to be trust. It'll be what? Yeah. So so it's really Household. important to have that that person. Yeah. So that's so. I think we we could we could probably do an episode two of this because I feel like it's something we forget. Yeah, there's just so much. Like I I really want to know like how other people handle. Like like I can assume, but I really want to know how other people handle like friendships and in, in their relationships, and also friends of the opposite sex. Yeah. Uh, like how do y'all do? Because I I see people where they go on like trips with other families, and they they kick it. Like how does that even work? I can't even. I really want to know. Like I'm yeah. interested in all that. So I don't know. We're still still new to it. Still figuring it out. Still doing it our way. But nevertheless, uh, it was a conversation that needs to be had. It's a conversation I was looking forward to and that I enjoyed. Yeah, me too. Hopefully y'all enjoyed too. As always, thank you for the support. Thank y'all for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Marriage Caviar. Uh, we'll see y'all next week for our, our shorts. Marriage Caviar minis. Mm-hmm. Share with your friends. Share with your family. Shoot us questions uh, via our DMs. And let us know how you do friendships your way in your relationship, whether you're married, whether you're engaged or in a relationship. Let us let us know what that looks like for you so that we can develop a part two to this, because I, I think we got some notes that we really haven't even touched on in this in this conversation. Most deaf. Bye.